Fam, it is we, Garage Guys, live from Daytona. It's uh, super speedway testing for the next gen car. Tyler Reddick has uh, has joined us today here at testing. Had a big announcement this morning, but before we get into all that, Tyler, I'm glad that you that you came back on the show. This is the second time you've been on Garage Guys. Uh, true Garage Fam, I think we would say. Yeah, no, I, I'm really. It's really cool that we get to do this here. Uh, we got permission to to hang out. In Victory Lane here. Yeah, uh, of know, all we places. Got, well, I, it's well, it's it used to be Gatorade Victory Lane, but it's Ruoff Mortgage Victory Lane. The good backdrop that yeah. you guys can't see. Yeah, I mean, like well, we had there. some cars going by earlier. They were supposed to be still running. Yeah, Something they'll probably happened. they'll, they'll be probably back, kick back up. But yeah. uh, it it was an exciting backdrop. Now it's a little bit more peaceful. So right, well, you, it's cool. Cause glad like, to be here. Anytime you can get that in your yeah. backdrop, because like we were just going to do this, but that that's that, way that better. is also pretty. We got some fans back. Pretty here pretty too. nice, There's yeah. A good bit of people here, some people in the infield. We were talking about it earlier. We wonder if it's the Dale Jr. effect <laughs> that is very legitimate. When yeah, he I um I think Dale was walking the car. I think it was you know eleven forty five or something like that. Right when I we were done here. Um, I didn't see him, but I just heard people screaming, yelling. I'm like, oh, there he is in a suit, walking to the car. Yep. So that might be that might be some of it. I, I think you confirmed earlier. He, he's uh, Kyle Larson's out. He's going to drive yeah, for five confirmed. now. Dale Jr. I reported it. Just trust me. <laughs> not Bob. You're trusting Dale. Yeah. Dale Jr. is replacing Kyle Larson the five next year. It's yeah. confirmed. Not a report. So. A report. <laughs> report. Report. We were reportoring in the garage. We like to do that a lot. Report or. So Tyler, uh, a lot has happened. Obviously, holiday season. Um, did Bo, did Bo get good Christmas gifts? He got way too many Christmas gifts. Um, I pretty much had to drive to Illinois and then to Tennessee, making all the stops in my truck because we didn't have where else to put all the gifts that he got. I Sounds had no like option money. of flying. It was going to cost. I was going to have to charter a plane to take home all the presents. It wasn't that bad, oh but he gosh. he got a lot of a lot of cool toys. I mean, he's. Obsessed with trains and those make a mess. They take up a lot of room. But the train guy, yeah, uh, Thomas the train. Big mascot, yeah, Thomas the train. I think. Well, there's some other train sets. Uh, I might get the name wrong, but the ones with the magnets, the wood pieces, they're great. Right. But he likes to put them together on uneven surfaces, and then he's very upset when you know everything doesn't match up just right. Right. It's kind of like me with, I guess, anything. If everything's not right where it needs to be. I just I have a panic attacks. OCD oh. effect. That's I flipped the mic. Uh, yeah, OCD. It's bad. He's already got it. Well, speaking of things not matching up right, I want to rewind here. Before the holiday season, uh, end of the year, uh, Nashville, the banquet. The, yeah. The banquet burnouts. Yeah. Oh, you oh come on. No. No. <laughs> can we skip this part? Yeah, one time. We can one, talk about it, but cut it out. I, no. The one, time, <laughs> the one time that you were able to do a burnout in a cup car you were so excited about. like. No, I still never did. What happened? Tell us what happened there. <laughs> I, I wish I could tell you what happened. Um, it was a car that uh, we we'd shot a – um, a piece for Realtree down at, at their at their, well at their at their house if you will down in, in Georgia and um, we did some donut donuts and shot like a little teaser for the Talladega race in their parking lot and I had no problem doing second gear third gear just doing donuts I actually did so many that I blew like a piece of the uh, the tire tread out of the the Goodyear tire that was on our show car takes a lot of work and it. Totally, like it totally screwed up the whole schedule of getting the car back because we couldn't get in the hauler. 
we're in Georgia. We don't know how to get a, you know, you can't just go find a, a Goodyear radial NASCAR stock car tire just laying around. <laughs> so it made getting the car back a bit of a pain. But I had no problem doing a burnout there. So I thought when we got to Nashville, um, I wasn't going to have any problems. I was in second gear, dropped the clutch, and I'm pretty sure I broke second gear dropping it, dropping the clutch. And uh, from there, I think I broke third, I broke fourth. I really don't know what happened. I think I just Exploded. broke a lot of stuff. The car so went – the Something was wrong with the differential by the end of it. One tire would spin, one wouldn't. It was, it was bad. Well, I had, I had, oh, Alex I had, Bowman did it too. He did, he did something. Yeah, well, similar. I mean, he, it was his went a little bit better. I he had, had to go, he got I had, going a little bit, I had Blanco Brown riding in the in the car with me. I was really excited to put, give a good one. burnout <laughs> for him. <laughs> and it just, it it was it was you, garbage. You think it was his fault? Maybe, maybe the it was definitely energy? not his fault. No, okay. I, anything he I might be guilty of is is getting me too pumped up to do it because I I was really I was really excited, motivated to put a good put on a good show for him right i was wanting to uh, what kevin harvick ultimately did with with his burnout is essentially what i want to do with mine i want to go till the tires blew out mm-hmm. or the engine blew up or something caught on fire or exploded uh, but harvick killed it. He did kill the it. only thing i exploded was a transmission well look now and that have, wasn't exciting you have more motivation well you already have the motivation to win this year get your first win and you have more motivation to come back make the playoffs and do a killer burnout like kevin harvick so that would be Come nice. Out Nashville and kill it next year. Or that would this be this year technically. No. Yeah, yeah, technically this year. Yeah, that would be good. Um, you know, I hopefully I can get an opportunity or two uh, to do some burnouts in this next gen car. A little yeah, bit we wider tire. We got. I don't know if the that. tires will last long in a burnout. I I could be wrong. They're a little bit wider, but um, you know, we got to get a feel for. The, I'd like I'd like to be able to get a feel for this tire when I'm trying to create some smoke. Look, that'll be interesting. I'm ready to see the burnouts in these cars. These cars are sick. We got to see your new car up close today at the unveiling. Uh, three Chi, I think that's one of like the coolest names out it there. Is. Reminds me yeah. of Tunchi, like Lil Wayne. <laughs> yeah. Lil no, Bet. it's it's very it's a very cool, very unique name, and um, being able to bring in a, a partner like that in, in an industry that's not really um, been, uh, I guess, tapped into, explored um, in in NASCAR in in, in sports. For yeah. The by most the way, part. what do they do, by the way? Yeah. So you know, they're they're your go-to place for you know scientifically explored, researched, developed, um, federally regulated, legal, hemp-based products. If you can think it, if you can dream it, they, they most likely, I would say, you could probably go to 3chi.com and be able to find it. Th- that sounds like an amazing way. That was like some like, exquisite, like some like top-of-the-line explanation well, for yeah, what, what that was. It, it was interesting. I, when, when we unveiled it, or when you guys unveiled it, I was like, oh, what is that? Within like five minutes of us putting the news out, we had a lot of followers be like, "Oh man, that, I love that stuff." Man. Yeah. Like, tweeting, like, yeah. So. yeah. We also got it's, an album it's cover. Somewhat off well known. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah, that for sure. No, I, I had, to, put had to stretch out the, the hips. You know, get a nice pose going. Now, what about what about the the laying on the all the way across? The way? Was that a tribute to Jackie Moon from Semi Pro at all? <sighs> I think no, that's like every I mean, '80s picture. Got, what, I don't. Where did I get that from? I think. I think I originally got that. I think Tim Richmond posed on a car like that. I think I've go. seen a photo. That's I mean, Tim Richmond did a lot of things, right? Like he was—he's a legend. Big jet ski guy, but too. Uh, jet ski guy. I mean, he—he he lived yeah. a full life, and yeah, he was just himself. I think I, I don't know if I got that from him or just—I don't know. Can we ever see the like Tim Richmond that. cut, like the mullet for you, at any point in time in life? You think that's a, a thing? In I the, think it's—it's a—it's a possibility. The the tough part is just um, staying committed. Um, in the process to getting there, you know, you not, he knows not, about not it. letting, not let. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. When I was, uh, I'd say from when I was about ten to fifteen or sixteen, I had a lot of. 
I didn't just have. I didn't really have a mullet. I just had a lot of hair going everywhere. I yeah, just, that was I just like the shag. Everybody went through that phase. Yeah, that was kind of the I'm emo right boy shag. No, it was, it was pretty much emo boy shag. Yeah, I yeah, had that's that what too. It was. Yeah, yeah. Emo boy shags. Yeah. <laughs> I had like a somewhat thing. I had like the the swoop with like the back way too long at some point in high school. Yeah. And then I went just all flow, and it was just kind of like we said everywhere. And now we're at mullet, so we're just like steadily improving. And now we're now we're peaked. Peak. You've reached you've reached the, the peak of the mountain. There's nowhere else to go. There you go. We're yeah, on the yeah. same page so now, though. I had to actually I had a nice little flow going last year. I would actually cut it off because some of the flow decided to start going. You know, so you got to be careful sometimes yeah. in life when you get older. You got to stay committed to that process. It's I mean it's it doesn't just happen overnight. It takes it takes time to get there, and you got to stay strong, be oh, willing yes. to get to the, the you know see the light at the end of the tunnel, get to the top of the mountain. I've been doing. Go. Oh, we got a bug. It looked right. like a little mini flying scorpion. I don't know. Something. Never mind. It's I mean, just, hey, even flip. insects like NASCAR. Yeah, yeah. They wanted to be around until they get hit by a car. Until uh, they get hit by a car. So, yeah. what did you? What have you been doing during the off season? I know that you did a. Uh, saw you did some stuff at Coda. Um, what was going down there at that track? Because for some reason in my mind, I thought you were like drifting, like Tokyo <laughs> drift style. <laughs> no, I really. I wish I was. I, I think there was a time or two I was drifting um, on the uh, practice qual. Well, they're called qualifying sessions, but they're pretty much practice sessions. It was raining and it was damp for a lot of those, so I was sliding into a few corners, uh, but, but, but no like official like you know style points. Yeah, drifting, but you didn't, you didn't, you weren't really, really hitting the e brake, you know. You didn't no, really we have didn't have an e brake in the car, but um, we had a lot of fun though. Uh, we we did this a year ago with a similar car, but kind of, you know, more just a just a, a road course car, um, you know, Trans Am car, and we took it. Um, it was Darius and Kaz Grala's car. And it did pretty well, but we had some things just not hold up. It, you know, it wasn't built for endurance racing. And, um, you know, we were able to improve on a few things, bring back a, a totally brand-new car that we'd never raced, driven, nothing. And uh, it stood up to the to two eight-hour races, 16 hours of action, and we able to win both races. Damn, it was man. a lot of fun. That's we a lot. We pissed off a lot of people, too, I think. It yeah. was. <laughs> they, we, we unloaded that car out of the lift gate, and these, a lot of people there were like, oh, man, not these guys again. They brought a, they brought something. They actually, they brought <laughs> something this time. They brought even better. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that car was fastest thing there by a lot. And um, the it. interesting thing was we had to – every time I was in the car, I, I couldn't even really, really go out there and attack because, I mean, it's an endurance race. You don't want to tear it up. Right. We were having to save fuel, and we, we had to pit two more world. times than uh, our competition. So that's where the – the speed versus fuel economy really came into play. Big strategy racing. You've actually like taken. I've noticed this, and maybe I'm wrong, but I, I've I've noticed that like for some reason, like past two years, I feel like you've just like gotten this like spark with the road courses, man. Like has something like turned on or something changed, or has that kind of always been a thing for you? Like road coursing was just like road course racing was like top of like top of the hmm. charge for you to like perfect and be good at. Actually, it was it was at the bottom. Uh, the road courses were by far the thing I was the the most terrible at. Um, I came from dirt racing, um, no heavy braking zones, no lefts, no rights, no downshifting, no upshifting. Um, you know, it's it's pretty embarrassing, but when I, my first full time year running in the truck series, I gave away three, four races throughout the year uh, with, with tr you know, race capable, race winning capable trucks because um, I forgot how to shift on a restart. Just like crazy stuff like that, ripping transmission out or Wow. Or not being able Brad? to finish a race at Brackislavski Racing. Yeah, yeah, number 29 or the 19? Yeah. Uh, both. I ran the 19 the first year and the 29 the second full-time year. Right, I mean, I was right. absolutely terrible on road courses. I would almost guarantee DNF for finishing 30th. And um, we went into the off season this past year. I 
pretty much told myself I'm not going to give myself a choice or an excuse to still be bad at these anymore. Put in an unreal amount of time in the off season and sim and on eye racing to become better, and it I mean, it paid off. It was it was the difference maker. Love how that. how shocked were you when you you got the pole at Coda in 2020? <laughs> didn't it, you? How, how surprised how surprising was that? Were you um, like okay? It was yeah, it was I surprising this, for but me, but the, the what made it even better and even funnier is is all the all the crew members, crew chiefs teams that I've worked with in the past know how bad I was at road courses and they just never I mean I myself and certainly them never would have dreamed that I'd either run top five top ten or let alone get a pole at, at one of the most dynamic road courses there are in the United States First time road course yeah too. That, that was a big yeah one. well I think that helped I think it played a role because you know um, before they, they added a lot of new flavor with road courses into the schedule you know uh, like Sonoma this past year I was I went into Sonoma because there's no practice, no none of that. I'm going in there with literally, quite literally, never seen the track. One lap in person, been able to walk it. And I'm going in there and racing against a lot of guys that have ran there for, you know, at least have at least 10 to, to 15 starts. So my experience was totally skewed. And so being able to go to some new road courses that these other drivers are having to figure out too at the same time, like, like I am, um, I think kind of leveled it out to give me an opportunity to get a pull. Yeah, man. It, and another thing, too, I think it goes into show just how dynamic road course racers are because you look back at last season, Kyle Larson absolutely dominated on some road courses. Chris Bell got a win on one. Um, and then now you – it just seems like dirt guys, road guys. You know what I mean? Like that's – that we're going to line those two up. Well, I mean, um, you just I, – I don't know what exactly – I guess helps with that crossover. It's because it doesn't typically translate, right? Like well, I, maybe it's just being able to being able to adapt quickly. You know, when you when you go run a lot of dirt like Kyle does, or come from a dirt racing background, you're kind of used to being on the edge of control uh, at all times. And I mean, you can't go fast on a road course by hanging the car out, but you really got to attack braking zones. You've got to be aggressive, making passes. Um, you got to be willing to take risks, take chances, change things around to create momentum to make a pass. And so I think. That, where that dynamic edge that you get from racing dirt can come into play on road courses is, is is just from some of the natural tendencies you have racing dirt. Yeah, it just goes a lot, too. I just think that it says a lot about you as a driver, too, man. So that's that's one thing that, that I love to, to look forward to this year, especially kind of seeing how you – I watched you summit testing at the Roval, ready to kind of see how that translates out. This, this is the year, man. It's All a right? good year. Every this year is, is a good year. year. Well, this I, is your year. I hope it's the year. Yeah, I mean – we have a, a really good opportunity in front of us with this new car, you know. In in years past, well, we made the jump to the Cup Series. We're kind of, you know, in, in a box, if you will. Um, you know, we're, we're running parts designs that have been submitted to NASCAR throughout the end of that car. Um, and there's some things in the front end that, you know, if me and Randall had the opportunity, my crew chief, Randall Burnett, had the opportunity to, to submit, we probably did a few things different along the way. So when we were kind of boxed in like that and – um, there's only so much we can do with what we have, right? And we tried to make the best of it, and we certainly did. We made our cars a lot better, as um, you know, over the from the rookie from the rookie year to the end of this past year. Um, but it is nice to kind of get that hard reset. Everyone's kind of starting from the same foundation, and who's got the you know it, you're going to see who's got the most drive to improve or, or adapt to these cars uh, in the beginning here for sure. So tell me this: you won two consecutive Xfinity Series championships before you got in a cup. And uh, the, the package, which still is, uh, when you were in the series, it still is the same. 
uh, high horsepower, low downforce. We're now moving back to high horsepower, low downforce in the Cup Series, uh, the intermediates, except for Atlanta, maybe Michigan. Uh, how do you think that could give you an advantage or a disadvantage into 2022? I don't know if it's an advantage or not, really, just because a lot of the drivers that, that are in the Cup Series um, were around and did experience the you know, the real extreme side of the, the high horsepower and low downforce in, in, you know, dating back to 2018 and in those years. A lot of these guys have a lot of experience with that, a lot of time in practice, knowing how to dial their car in, and a lot of long races and even before before stages of knowing how to manage uh, their cars and, and that style of racing. So um, as much as I would like to think it would help my, my aggressiveness and my driving style, um, it kind of falls back into that, that wheelhouse where you can lean on some of the experience that you that, that some of these veterans do have from you know the previous eras, if you will. So um, it's going to be really important here in this on this West Coast swing, I'd say, to really learn as much as we can about what's going to help us, you know, on the on the wore out type mile and a half, two mile racetracks. What's going to be good on the short tracks because these cars definitely have less downforce, a lot less side force. Um, the tires are softer, the tires are bigger, so you got to be really you got to be really on top of trying to figure out how you're going to not just get main, get mechanical grip, but how to maintain it um, through the tire and through the car in these long runs that we will have for sure. There you go. For sure. So I know that uh, with the clash too coming up, that's something. Uh, how are how are you how are you all preparing for that? Is there do they have iRacing with the clash? Well, there? I mean, you got iRacing, and um, it was kind of it, it was really a fun opportunity to spend time uh, with NASCAR and iRacing and kind of come up with some preliminary um, ideas and, and layouts, if you will, of the track with banking, very, you know, differences in, in uh, banking, you know, how much banking to go with, how wide to make the track. And so it was kind of fun to play a role in that, very small, but it was still it was still fun. Um, so I, but, but coming back to your question, I, I don't know how much you can. Um, it's, it's, a, it's very much an unknown, but the speeds are slow enough, the track's small enough, you can kind of fall back on that knowledge um, that, a lot of my crew members have, my crew chief has from when they race asphalt late models or short tracks. I would imagine you'll be using a lot of the same ideas and, um, you know, setup direction is, is right. something like that. It, like five to go, it's very little track. It's going to be very little. No idea how this is going to play out. Are you just going to like, are you going to red dog it? You're going to bully your way up to the top? Like there's like five to go and you're in fifth? Well, I mean, it's the clash. There's no, you know, no points Clashing to win, out. lose. You got to go Remember for Eric it. Remember Eric Jones' yeah. car from the clash a couple yeah, years yeah. ago? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I couldn't Taped believe up. it. It was crazy. Yeah. 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 Just completely just thrown. And just hey, that one, it won, it won here at Daytona. There's a car. It's Brad. Brad's on. That, that one here. So, I mean, yeah, I mean. There might, there might not even be, you know, there may not even be a front, front half of the body might be gone. Axles I mean, it everywhere. might look like, it might be a car that looked like Mark Martin's car that wins this race. I don't know. You know, oh. that old six car. Goodness boy. I mean, who knows? It's going to be insane. I, I don't think, I don't think it's, if once it gets to five to go, I don't think it's going to go from five to go and run green all the way to the end. I think there's going to be at least a caution. Yeah. Yeah. Cautions. So I be a few. Over, under three hour race. It's how many laps? Is it a hundred? I think so. 150. Is it 150? No, there's no way it's three-hour race. No. Or, uh, well, including the heats, it, it might would be right. Well, yeah, oh, the whole show. I mean, the whole show. The whole show. I mean, the whole show with the heat race. Well, yeah, the heat races, constellation races. I mean, it'll be a. They're loud, by the way. Doesn't that sound good? Damn it, Brad! You had to come I, out. I think it'll. Brad. I think it'll be a three-hour ordeal, start to finish, somewhere in there. I'd say, but 
I think the race will go by pretty quick because, you know, I, it all depends on what the tires, like, kind of look like, you know. We're going to have to run those tires for 150 laps. Are you going to have to kind of approach it like an asphalt late metal race where you kind of save your stuff and then go at the end? That could really play a role in, like, how many cautions we're going to have, what that's all going to shape up and look like. Yeah. Do, do you think – this is the question everybody wants to know, and it's not maybe a Tyler Reddick question, but this just came to my mind. Do you think Kyle Busch will have fun with this race car? Because Kyle Busch has probably been the biggest critic of the 550 package over the past few years, not having a good time. Do you think this race car, he will have a good time? We should wait for Brad. I'll let you think yeah. about it for a second. Good job, Brad. I couldn't I couldn't hear what Brad said. I don't know what his thoughts <laughs> yeah. were on that. Oh, yeah. um, I think he said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would think Kyle will. I mean, I guess I can't necessarily speak for him, but um, – he he at he at that at that uh, Charlotte test had a few moments where he was extremely crossed up, caught it. So I would I don't know. He's probably gonna be typical Kyle, right? Like yeah. have good days, bad days. But the car is certainly a lot more challenging to drive. So for my position, with it being a new car, an exciting new year, I don't see how you you don't have fun at some point this year. And I think that what you just said is the key uh, from an outsider perspective. I would think from an opinion or just an outsider perspective literally is all it is you saying that the car is more challenging to drive would mean more fun right typically typically um on a good day on a bad day right uh yeah when when you're having a really bad day the bad days are going to get a lot worse i'd say um that you're not going to have this weird middle ground that you know a lot of the cup field got caught in the last two or three years at the bigger tracks were just a lot of cars from like 8th to 20th are just all the same speed. I don't think you'll see stuff like that. Um, you're going to see cars that, I think you'll see cars that are close on pace, but um, you're not going to get like, I don't think you're going to f- see guys get trapped. I could be wrong though. I could be wrong. It's all up in the air. Who knows? Yeah. Brand really new car, is. brand new everything. Practice and qualifying coming back. Another huge element that we hadn't seen full time in two years. So That's going to be gonna fun be for betting for us too. So that's what I can't wait for. I can't wait until we have Brad on this show, and I'm going to call you, and I'm going to be like, I just want you to be at this location yeah. so you can just be in the background every, every few seconds just saying, yeah. Every, 40, every 48, 49 seconds, just, just scream. There we go. That for sure. So, so the, I was going to say with the, the betting aspect, it's going to be really fun, but it, we're, uh, we're going to have the practice qualifying, so that's going to change a couple things. DFS and fantasy, and I know you can't participate in any of that. Tyler can't participate in any of that, by the way. Yeah. Just letting you know. Um, so, but we're gonna have fun, and, and you guys are gonna participate. We're gonna participate, and um, and and I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna be putting some some more money on you this year. It's gonna well, happen. Thank you. I appreciate. Oh yeah, it. No, yeah. I, we, I we talked about it a lot. I uh, we actually I made a uh, a bold prediction. We did bold predictions. I don't think it's that bold, honestly, but. Um, Everybody else thinks it's kind of bold, I guess, and and, I, and I'm ready to tell you this so that like you can just kind of like hump up. I think you're gonna make the round of eight this year. I would like to. That'd be good. And I think you, I if think I can make forward. it to the round of eight, that would be a pretty good thing because in the round of eight, it's Homestead. I, if yeah. I don't and, know and if I can run the fence in Homestead eight. though, that's you are the number know, eight. That's, too. that's a tough part. So, will this out, car yeah. run the fence good? I don't know that yet. That I tried seat. that at Darlington and at Charlotte, and it didn't work out too good. Okay. So, Speaking of Darlington. We were talking about road course racing. There's a there's a guy that uh, that follows the show, a uh, good friend of ours. He has this claim that when you're when you're doing like betting in DFS, you have to look at Darlington like a road course. Does it remind you anything of a road course driving it? Who says that? Ju- I think it was Justin that said that. 
Like uh, a road course. We were at Martinsville. He was like. Well, I mean, you have to respect it like a road course. Like when you're diving it off into uh, like the bus stop or um, like turn five at Road America. If you don't respect, like, if you don't respect turn five or any of those very unforgiving corners at, at a road course <laughs> like that or the corners at Darlington, you can end your day. And that is very much the case with Darlington. Yeah. I will say that. I mean, that is true. You have to respect, somewhat fear it. Like, all right, I'm not going to like. I'm going to mess with you a little bit, but I'm not going to, like, disrespect you. You can't just, like, get away with murder it's at like places alive. like that. It's just a mean It'll lady. jump out and get you. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I think we were looking at stats one day or something. We noticed that, like, people that are good driving road courses, that those drivers are also pretty good at Darlington. So, hmm. as the road course experience continues, you know. I think that I was could, there was also, like, short tracks involved in that because of braking. Well, you know, I, you, know I, I, I forgot how much um, – when we went back to low downforce at Darlington this year, I forgot how much they're like guys like Denny Hamblin and, and some of those that were up front in, in, in previous years at the Southern 500 would drive it off into turn three and just stand on the brake pedal because with the 550 package, you'd like breathe a little bit going into three, but uh, I totally forgot that. And um, we weren't ready for it because I couldn't drive off in the corner and mash the brakes. So maybe we just put my road course set up in the car. Maybe it'd be okay. I don't, there maybe, there yeah. we go. Maybe the Let's idea when we go back here uh, in a little while. Yeah. We're experimenting over here. Yeah, and I, I mean, the aggression level too. I mean, like I, you're definitely at Kansas looking back to last year. That was another one. I mean, just, I don't know, dude, you got fire in you, bro. Like that's what I'm saying. Like I see like when you're like wrestling. It's fire and, and desperation a little bit all, all combined, I'd say. It's at coming, Kansas, though. it was a bit of desperation because we were all right, but we need to kind of punch through. You know, I kind of get talked about at times. It's very easy to get kind of stuck in, in certain areas of the field because these guys are all pretty good at what they do. And um, when you're only a little bit better than, you know, the next two or three ahead of you, you got to kind of get creative to, to get around them. And if you can, you don't make any mistakes, you can probably stay ahead of them the rest of the day. And Kansas, it was one of those deals where I it was so windy that day, I'd actually hit the wall on lap six. I don't even know. I mean, it just the, the wind gust across Kansas that day was, was insane. You get to the middle of the corner, all of a sudden your car would take off or it'd spin out. Right. And I'd already killed my car, so I knew that like, if I don't like try and get the lead right here on Kyle, that I'm, I might shuffle back to where I'd been all day. Clean so air. it was a bit of desperation. That, that Unfortunately, that, that caution just like happened at the worst time, and me and Kyle thought we were superheroes. Well, Kyle was. He, he was fine, but like I, I dropped you like a rock. For me, dude. I, was I was like hyped. a turtle around jackrabbits. I just, and there they all went. <laughs> and that, that was our day. I'm going to love to see how everything shakes out this season. We're going to be at a lot of races, obviously, so I know we'll be seeing you a lot more. Um, I, I guess uh, if you don't have any other questions, is, is it time for it pole time. picks? It's been a minute. It's been a hiatus for the pole picks. Right. And uh, BetMGM, what uh, RCR Tyler Reddick sponsor, going to be on the car if he races this year. Uh, we have lines courtesy of BetMGM. You want to start with basketball or should I start with football? We yeah. have three games we need you to pick. Nobody has gone 3-0 and yet. The best was Kyle Larson. He went and two Rick, and one. Kyle and Ricky are tied. But Kyle picked San Francisco money line at like plus three hundred, so he gets the nod. Yeah, you know? true, very so yeah, true. Yeah, like yeah. a crazy underdog. See, pick, so, so we gotta beat Kyle at something. So this gotta is try, your time. start somewhere. I'll start. I'll start with football. That way you can get basketball. We'll come back to football. Yep, all right. ready to go when you are. My best friend uh, of all time is a diehard Cincinnati Bengals fan. They have not won a playoff game since nineteen ninety one. They're playing the, the Las Vegas Raiders at home, uh, courtesy of entry and bet. The line is five points. The Bengals are a five-point favorite. Raiders plus five. The over-under is 49. What are you thinking so far right there? 
I, I'd take the Bengals on on that spread because I think it's going to be a type of situation where um, I'm. You good with me taking the spread, right? Absolutely. I didn't have to pick. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so so Bengals minus five. That's what. You're I like. mean, I think. I think. Was it? It's thirty nine over under. Thirty nine uh, and a half. Forty. Oh, forty nine. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. I don't know where it's going to be over under wise, but I have a pretty good feeling that that Bengals by five, just because I think it, at the end when it kind of comes to desperation time, it might be a one two point game, and either Derek Carr is going to sell that thing in there and and win the game clutch, or he's going to throw a pick and then you know there's your spread you know and so that's where I'm thinking. I'm there thinking go. we'll go with Joey. We'll go with Joey I like Burrow. Joey Burrow. He's smoking excited. cigars. He's been a really star exciting. I think he should be the yeah. comeback player of the year. Had an ins- that offense is like a, a super team offense right now with Jamar Chase. It's crazy. Yeah. It's I'm really fun to watch. But you know how that goes when you get really excited about the offenses or the overs. You're always like, there's always one or two sleeper like under nasty, just like nasty like. Not even really bad offense, but just like crazy good defensive games. That there's gonna be a couple, and I just hope this one isn't one of them because it, it would be really exciting to see some some crazy offense. Yeah, and Cincinnati can do it. The Raiders can do it. They did it against the Chargers last week. In yeah, a crazy football game. But I turned I, it off. Shame on me. I, oh, I was watching man. like with, I don't know what game. it was like. Uh, it went late like, though. Like eight minutes so to go, right about there is when it kind of got started getting crazy. I, I had to be up in the morning. I'm like, I want to watch this, but I should sleep. I turned it off. I woke up the next day and I was like. Oh wow! Damn. One of those games should have stayed that. up for. Did you have? Did, have you had a, a case of the Sunday scaries lately? Like, did you? Were you betting on some football? I, I would say get the, not from betting. I get the Sunday scaries for sure when like, it's. Uh, Todd. I get. Keep it down. The beer drinking Sunday scaries when it's like five o'clock. You've been drinking all day and it's like, I gotta go to the gym at seven. Oh, this is gonna suck. Oh, you, you it just ruins the mood. You'll do both in one day. Oh, huh. dude, there's no way. Like you, beer drinking on early Sunday and then gym at night. Are you talking about no Monday? Monday morning, like I'll, I, yeah. it'll be like four or five o'clock. Sweating and you feel pretty good, drinking a lot of beer, whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, I gotta go to the gym at seven a.m. Monday a. M. morning. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and you're thinking like, okay, yeah, yeah it's already gonna be kind of rough to get going. So, pull the plug. That's. That's probably my version of Sunday Scaries. All right, so we'll take. I'm going to take the under on you having a productive workout Monday mornings when you drink a lot. All right, so that is it. They're probably for a lot of people in the world. Uh, we'll That's do fair. that. All right, we'll wait for Todd. All right, thanks, Todd. So All Bengals right. minus five is the first pick. Just to recap. That's it. Uh, next one. You're from. You were born in California. Yep. Correct. Um, you might not be a Clippers fan, but late tonight there is a Clippers game. All right, they're at home and they're an underdog. All right, money line is plus 135 for the Clippers, and it's minus 160 for the Nuggets, who just traded Ball Ball. Not sure if you know who Ball Ball is, but he's got one hell of a name. That is a um, hell of a name. It really is. And the spread is uh, three and a half. So uh, Clippers uh, plus three and a half, and then you've got the Nuggets minus three and a half. Which one of those bets you like? Would you do the spread or you want to do a money line? What was the uh, um, over-under an option? Yeah, so over-under 213 and a half for this game. Uh, Jokic is on the Nuggets, right? Am I getting that right? I think he is, right? All right. Jokic. I can never say his name right. Jokovic. Jok- Jokovic. 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 Why did he say Jokic? Jokovic. He's on the Nuggets, right? Joker. We'll no, it's Jokic. it's Jokic. Oh, it's Jokic? That's right. Yeah, oh. Nikolai, yeah. Nikolai Sorry. Jokic. Oh, you're good. You're good. Um, yeah. I don't know. I feel like 
the last time I well I did I did bet on the Clippers a while ago and I they like it, they stunk I so I'm I'd say the under you take the don't under on, on that under, under two right. I don't know I've under yeah, I'm probably gonna hate. I'm probably regret that. I've, so you can't, it, it's hard. You the, can't the spreads and stuff. It's eh, yeah. I just under. All right. Take the under. Under two thirteen. The Stun. under hits the majority of the time in sports. FYI. So well, that's no fun to bet on though. Normally. I know. Oh, yeah, I had to get the. I had to get the, I had to get the not fun bet out of the way. It's fine. Yeah. It sucks though. Yeah. It sucks watching and like not wanting points to happen. You know, like it is exactly. So third bet. I like it. What do we have? Do we have another one? Third pick. Uh, the Bengals game is on Saturday. Sunday we have a, a few more games. Uh, since uh, theme of California, you're from California. I know you, you told us earlier you're a Broncos fan. Mm -hmm. Sad, sad. Yeah, the yikes. Uh, Might get Flores, though. You guys have a good team, though. That good wouldn't team, be bad. Though. Uh, maybe a little bit better coach, better offense. Could be a playoff team next year. A couple year. things away. Important things, unfortunately, but, but a couple things. <laughs> We're right in that, like, place you don't want to be. Just yep. good enough to where you can't get – I don't know if there's really a, a You're great, in a better spot. Than you need a quarterback. This isn't a good year for a quarterback. Um, no, it's not. It's not. But you're in a better spot because you have a talented roster. I'm not going to – I mean, it's either it's either feast or famine with Drew Locke, and it was a, a pretty feasty night on um, on Saturday night with him. Um, it wasn't bad. It just, you when you, just when you about get, just think you got to give up on the guy, he does a, he has a night like yeah, that. But at least you know he didn't lose you the game. At least it wasn't him that lost it. <sighs> yeah. What? Yeah. Either way, an L is an L. A w is an L. I think my dad lost it. I think he's why. Just he he's like, oh, he's like, man, the Broncos are playing really good, and like two minutes later, they fumbled it. I <laughs> like that he's like Tyler <laughs> believes in the superstition jinx stuff. We my dad so more times than not that. when like Denver's playing okay. He'll text me and not even like within a, it's that five minute window and something bad will happen and there goes the game. Yeah. He does. I never even actually complained about it to him. So I'm kind of, this isn't really fair, but um, yeah, that's what happened. There you go. So back to the last pick. Uh, we were talking about California. He took, he did the Clippers game. 49ers and the Cowboys. It's the most intriguing spread, the closest spread out of all the games uh, this weekend. It's plus minus three. The Cowboys are the favorite at home against the Niners. Can you look at the over-under? I don't remember the over-under. Let's we check that it. real quick. So we're going to go. I, I don't know if you up. noticed the trend with – well, I, I guess, you know, I did a spread the first one, but I, I so, seem to somewhat gravitate towards over and under. I don't know why that is with I think a lot it's of more sports. fun to bet. It, it is yeah. because of the – like the rush. Overs are more fun to bet, yeah. So the over of San Francisco and, and the Cowboys, it's going to be uh, 50 and a half points. So right around the same as what Cincy Vegas was. So yeah, the spread and the spread's is three. three. Yeah, but the the Niners are are underdogs plus one thirty five money line. Mm. It's the boys and, and the Niners. It's a classic rivalry. I'm gonna have to go with the under because the Cowboys played way too good to end the season. They like just annihilated the um, the Eagles. So I think they're gonna be. I hate to say it, I think they're going to be a little slumped, and then not to even, and not even, you know, and then the other part of that is, um, you know, the, the way the 49ers offense just seems to work, and how they came back and won that game last week. I mean, Overtime they just just Kings. run, run, run the ball, and they're not afraid to, even when they're down big. You know, last week they came back and um, and won that game down, didn't care, run the ball down your throat. So you think they're not going to do that on Dallas this time? And if, the way you think, no, they're I think run I think they're going to. I mean, they're not. They're not going to like. I don't think they're going to get like 200 yards or anything crazy. But I think they're going to run the ball enough effectively to keep the score down. So I feel good about about the under on that one. I 
it's really tough to say who's going to win this because I think it's going to fall on whoever on the offense doesn't just make a massive mistake. Garoppolo is like always good for a couple. I just feel under for some reason on this. I like it. I like it a lot. Dallas has like one of the best oh, scoring defenses and, in the league. Too, I mean, so. classic. It's like a classic too, if you will. The old. I mean, it's NFC old school rivals, matchup yeah. of Niners Cowboys. Montana, classic Aikman. colors. They might as well just do oh, retro, dude. retro like um, you know, uh, headers and everything. Did I say the right but, word for that? Yeah, I love the Niners retro, have the seventy fifth like, anniversary diamond too right yeah. now going down. Like it should just be old school like like banner across screen with the scores and, and, yeah, and the like time on the clock. That, yeah. They just go retro with it. Might as well it could be a throwback. I don't know. It feels like old school football to me. I love it. I love it. By the way, for everybody watching and Chase, you, you can tell as I can, this is the most educated those the most betting educated person. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not. You're interested is what we're saying. Like, I'm you, really good you, at pretending because. Compared to four or five other drivers. So, well, yeah, the, the best well I, I'm so kind of good at pretending. Don't don't hate me, but I, I do listen to another podcast called Pardon My Take, and those guys course, like to pretend. Okay. Well, they're, some of them are okay or pretty good at betting, but, you know, they make me feel like I can, like, pretend to be somewhat knowledgeable with betting. And you so. say pretend, but, I mean, you, you – Clearly, you watch. Enough I mean, I'm not. I, you know, I, I mentioned the classic colors thing, but I totally stole that from PFT. So he's probably gonna be pissed about that. But you know, there's some nuggets in there, and that one sounded too good. Like, okay, like I shouldn't have come up with that. So I'll give credit where credits due. Love it, yeah. man. Love it. Well, the, the one thing's for sure about those guys is is that they may have better hearing in the future because we're gonna be doing a lot more of these kind of shows. So thanks, uh, yeah. Ross. Oh, that's Brad again. There's Brad. Brad. There's Brad, dude. He's the star of the show. Second star of the show of this uh, one. We gotta get Brad, Brad. Next time, I guess. We'll do it. But dude, this has been fun. We got your picks. We're gonna get them locked in. We'll have that out. Um, if you're watching this, uh, you the it, well, at least one pick's already over. Okay, so you were gonna be able to stretch this out for the week. So until football comes, so you got a little bit of time. So, but it all kicks off tonight. Clippers Nuggets. All right, so we're taking the under on that one. I think he's my gonna, teeth. I'm I think gonna we're gonna nailed, go three and up. Glued to a TV screen. All right, we'll there keep. Go. We're gonna keep there in go. touch with it too for sure. But uh, yeah, this has been Garage Talk live from uh, Daytona uh, for Super Speedway testing with the Next Gen Car. And uh, yeah. Tyler, as always, well, I feel like it's just important. That I call you Red Dog just because we kind of <laughs> birthed that nickname for you. I don't I think like anybody it. else. It's a pretty good nickname. Yeah. It, it, dude, I just it's a throwback to uh, remnant remnant of a better time. Uh, with the the old Red Dog beer, I don't know why it's just like and like I said, the driving style it just it works. So well, thank you. I want to design a Red Dog shirt for you one day whenever we can, you know, uh, capture the the minds of the fine print masters. Maybe we'll somewhere. get a throwback at Darlington the next couple of years. Who knows? You know, well, I've talked to Herm about it. Question, I, you know, I, doing throwbacks are a lot of fun, and um, I haven't figured out what I'm gonna do this year. I, I gotta got to really start thinking about we'll that. Leave it a so mystery. We're to see. All right, we'll we'll leave it a mystery. It will be a mystery. It. There's so many good ones out there. Have well, they even announced? Did they I, last this, this last year? They didn't even have like a an era that anymore. They kind of did away with that, right? Yeah, dude. I they if, really did. I wonder if they'll bring that back. If they okay if they have that. an era, they'll kind of give me an idea. But if they don't, then it's like, whew, you can I'm really okay get crazy. I'm okay with no era because that way you have full creative reign to pick whatever. Yeah. Not everyone really followed it, anyways. Too, you know. Oh, I was sorry. Uh, not everyone really followed it anyways, too, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They didn't follow it at all. So. Maybe. I think the 2000s are creeping back in. Obviously, we like we like Yeah, errors. yeah, yeah. yeah we like this. So we're going to try to. Really loud. You're very you know, loud scheme. colors. Yeah. We're going to get you We're gonna get you some drip, man. Who, 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 is, who is one uh, driver, like classic driver, that you'd want like an all-over print shirt of? 
I have what what <laughs> what? Two mics. Oh, two mics. Tim Richmond, obviously. Tim Richmond. Yeah. yeah. And we That's go soldiers. No, it is a hard one to find, but um. But yeah. We're gonna figure it we'll out. Figure All right. Out. We gotta do it. We gotta do it for Red Dog. All right, well, this has been a show, Garage Fam. Hope you enjoyed it. You know where to follow us. Thanks, at Garage guys. Guy Chase. Yeah. At Dale Tanhart. At Tyler Reddick. At Tyler Reddick, yeah. It's just my name. Nothing crazy. Pretty easy. And there yeah. it is. All right, mic's up. Oh, and shout out to Brad. Yeah, yeah Brad, yeah. And Todd. And wait, all. wait, he's coming by. He's getting ready to say goodbye. He's getting a sign right, off. We're, we're, say goodbye. Oh, that's not Brad. That's, oh, that's, that's bye, Corey. Corey. That's Corey. That's Corey. Sarah, Corey. No, Corey. New star. Corey LaJoy popped in for an appearance. All right, we're out. That's it. See you guys next time. It's the Garage Guys. 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 It's, it's, it's the Garage Guys.